0: Listen, friendship. Entertainment. regularly scheduled Cinema 7 programming. I am your host, Mario B., and with me today is Chris Hawk. This is a Fire and Ice special. Fire and Ice specials back in town. John Kanoki is not in town. He is out of town. He's done. He's we gone. He's done. He's
1: done, though. Done. Done, 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 done. Just done. retired for the fifth time. Done.
0: He's like the Conor McGregor of podcasting. He's like he always comes back in, but then something always brings him back out. You know, he, he's just got to take a break. Couldn't afford him. We only could afford him for three episodes. <laughs> he's He's got a contract, and yeah, we can only afford him for like four episodes. I, I but, bought, uh, some,
1: bought some Dodge coin. I think I'm going to hit big. We might be able to buy John Kenoki back.
0: You think so? Let's give it a couple years, and then we might be able to. Okay. John Kenoki is away on vacation with his girlfriend, his significant other. They are visiting national parks in Texas and New Mexico on their uh, hunt f- to visit all the national parks.
1: I think they're really trying to reconnect with uh, Thunder Cougar Falcon Kenoki Danger Storm.
0: Maybe they're looking for Danger Storm Kenoki, his <laughs> long lost brother.
1: Long lost brother Danger Storm Kenoki. Haven't heard from him for like 20 years. Went out to New Mexico, Texas area can't find him ever again so maybe that's why John's going to all these parks he's really looking for Danger Storm
0: Danger Storm is the uh, he he could be the actual legend of Sasquatch he just grew all his hair out tied it in the woods somewhere people think they've seen Sasquatch but it's actually time traveling Danger Storm Kenoki because you know John Kenoki can time travel
1: Though, so. and you know how tall Nick Kenoki and John Kenoki are related to Sasquatch
0: exactly they're the same they're all the same. They're all the same. It's, it's all the same.
1: So, welcome to the Riftastic Podcast. We're your hosts, Mario and Chris. We're just going to riff all night long.
0: Because this is the Fire Night special. Actually, we're talking about uh, Mortal Kombat. We're talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier finale. And we're going to mention that Shang-Chi trailer uh, that's got us pretty hype. Uh, we can start off with the trailer. Did you see the whole trailer, Chris? Hawk? Did you watch it? I watched the whole trailer, and let's just say we hype. Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, they back. They back in business uh, since the first Iron Man movie.
1: That was a fake, though. The, that was uh, a fake. No, I'm talking about Iron Man Three. He was a fake.
0: That that man. Oh yeah. A, yeah. Fake. But he's but, he's in the movie. Did you see that? Ben Kingsley is in the movie. I didn't catch that. No. Yeah, he's going to be in the movie, uh, supposedly, from what I saw on uh, Google,
1: and uh, IMDb. Well, the, the Ten Rings are just as strong, if not more strong, than the Infinity Stones sometimes. So this is going to be crazy if they're... I wonder how far they're going to take it. That's all I'm going to say, because they, they're pretty OP.
0: And Aquafina is back yet again. She's in everything these days she whoever her agent is or just whoever
1: she is that's like she is just killing it she was in raya and the last dragon she was in crazy rich Asians she was in one of those um i forget which movie it was this year that was like everyone was hyped for at the oscars but she's in one of those movies she's just killing it
0: now is she is she normally an actress or Believe she was a comedian first. Oh, okay. So is Aquafina like her stage name, or is that like her actual whole name? I I might sound ignorant. I'm gonna look it up because I I don't want to sound ignorant.
1: She is known professionally as Aquafina. She's an American actress, comedian, internet personality rapper, author, and television host. <laughs> she rose to prominence in 2012 when her rap song, My Vaj, became popular on YouTube amazing
0: wow amazing her real name is nora lum that's a beautiful name she is a very beautiful person i'm excited for that movie you you know how much i love kung fu uh the the old kung fu movies the movie i was thinking of was uh the farewell oh okay is that that's is that the one that's um you're thinking of minari okay you just instantly know Instantly, fire and ice, baby, fire and ice. Yeah, I, uh, I, I the, I liked the uh, the bus scene. Kind of reminded me of Speed a little bit, but also uh, they destroy a lot of cars.
1: I'm just glad that we actually have like a movie based on martial arts in the Marvel universe
0: with actual Asian, right Asian representation. Exactly.
1: And let Spider-Man be trained by Shan Chi, and let bring the world known. Let them know what Spider-Fu is. It needs to happen. It needs. Is that to an happen.
0: actual thing? It's
1: an actual thing. Spider-Man learned from shang Chi, and he he like uh, Shan Chi was like, you could be unstoppable if you learned how to fight because of his spider sense. And Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Learned how to fight from Shane Chi, and he was like, he was unstoppable.
0: Chris Hawk dropping that Marvel knowledge on us. That's why he drafted Team Marvel in our draft. Uh, We did take a break because of the draft. Uh, About a week or two did we take off? Exhausting. Yeah. The the NFL draft is coming up. So uh, hopefully, you guys can go back and listen to that and have some fun. But Sang Chi, I'm excited. I uh I love the old Kung Fu movies, uh like Five Deli Venoms and um the Ten Tigers. Uh 36 Chamber, I thought was I'm not a big fan of that movie. I know a lot of people are. I am not. Um I might have to go back and rewatch it. I do own it. Number I own both of them. Chambers! <laughs> and uh I don't know. It looks fun to me. It looks exciting. I'm definitely going to be seeing it, whether it's in theaters or on Disney. I don't know if I'll pay $30. I might just go to the movie theater and see it for cheaper. Now that the movie theaters are back open and at apparently 50% capacity. And speaking of movie theater. We
1: saw a movie together. It's been a while.
0: It's been over a year or, or some change. Uh, maybe more than that. And we saw Mortal Kombat. The, uh, reboot. Oh, reboot, prequel, whatever you want to call it. It's definitely, it's definitely going to lead into the tournament. I think, uh, one of my gripes, uh, about the movie was I was expecting them to do the tournament. And nah, then. Bu- nah, bud. Nah, bud. Ain't no tournament. This is the lead into the tournament. Yeah, bud. Ain't no tournament. I don't know how so, I uh I, I didn't come out of really? it thinking it was better than a ninety five movie. Kershaw, I
1: um it definitely was a movie. That's that. Um, it was fun. Uh, the the nineteen ninety six version takes little time in setting up motivations, personal goals, um, characters. It takes little time, and so we're left with the character arcs of the movie. While in the new one, it's kind of, um, they kind of were like, Hey, which just makes stuff, everything super cool. The rule of cool to the max. And while the beginning is stuff of legend, I, I really enjoyed that beginning cold open. The rest of the movie is kind of flimsy. Um, now I don't want to, I don't want to badmouth the main character Cole Young and the actor because he's an Asian, you know, stop Asian hate. We don't want to bring that negativity down here. I just feel like this wasn't his movie to shine in. And it, it reeks of studio interference. You have a plethora of very, very well-known Mortal Kombat characters that could have easily been in his position. And, it, it it stinks because you wanna like Cole Young, but the so cliche, I, clicheness I, I, of it all.
0: Yeah, I, I I love everything he did, um, martial art wise. I, I think he's very talented in that. He he was really good in the last few seasons or a couple seasons of Into the Badlands and uh I believe he did all his own stunts, and most of them probably did do their own stunts because they all have a martial art background, Uh, a martial arts background, I should say. I misspoke. And I think them bringing all that to the table was spectacular, the right uh, direction for Mortal Kombat, Um, much like the the original. Um, But I still found myself wanting... More of the '95 movie. I personally love the '95 movie. I remember I got a VHS of a prequel cartoon uh, leading into the '95 movie, which right after the prequel cartoon on the on the VHS, uh, it goes. You could watch the '95 movie, so it's it's kind of cool that I that I, I, um, I got to experience that. And like you said, they they waste no time in giving you the plot, giving you the backstory leading you into the the characters having their growth throughout the film so in this one, it's almost like a d and d quest like they're they're trying to learn and and adapt and level up to to accomplish said goal of um you know uh finding their arcana and then it seems like what it's gonna happen is the next movie is gonna be the tournament and I wanted the full blown tournament not gonna lie I wanted. I wanted there to be more storytelling, more explanation. I, I wish that Raiden would have even explained who Shang Tsung was. I didn't, even, you didn't even hear his name until like maybe an hour or so into the movie. I mean, Cole Young. Mortal Kombat has always had characters take the mantle of Scorpion and Sub Zero as the, their ancestors uh, passed down the the mantle of of those titles and their powers. So I liked Cole Young being a descendant of Scorpion. I but think that was I think, very...
1: he, I think it would have been better if he had Scorpion's powers instead of the plot armor, the actual plot armor power that he got.
0: Yeah, I mean I that's what one thing I was hoping for too is like him to actually become Scorpion and um Hanzo. Who played Hanzo? What's the actor's name? He was in 47 Ronin. I'm going to butcher his name. I'm I'm Googling it right now. Uh, but here we go. Let me t- click on the cast here. Uh, Hiroyaki Sonata. That dude is phenomenal. He was probably one of the best parts of the movie. Him and Sub-Zero, like you said, Chris Hawk. Hands down. The best part. Hands, Hands down. down. The best part. Um, when, Kano... When he-
1: he was going to the stream to get water i thought i was there with him that's how great he was
0: yeah i very i you kind of get lost like you know who he is but you kind of get lost in every character he is because you want to see him just kick ass i think and um the guy who played sub zero i forget what else he w- he's been in uh more recently he was oh raid redemption he was in the raid redemption um he was in Star Trek Beyond Fast and the Furious 6. So he's he's been uh he's been doing some things. And uh the guy who played Liu Kang, uh Ludi Lin, he was in a episode for uh Black Mirror. I don't know if you've watched Black Mirror Chris Hawk, but uh he Not was really. in a episode where Anthony Mackie and the guy who plays um uh, Black Manus, Black Manda, he uh Black manus. John Kenoki would kill me right now. Black mana. You're dead. You're dead to him. I'm dead. He'll come back just to kill me. And uh Your soul is his. He they, they they play these uh fighting game characters, the and the the girl who plays uh mantis. That's maybe that's why I said that, from Guardians of the Galaxy. She's in that episode as well. Uh and also the guy who plays Jax plays Jimmy Olsen in Supergirl. So it was cool to see him. He's really good in that show. I thought he was... So there are certain aspects of this movie that some of the actors did, just that they weren't given the time because I think they rushed the pacing and the plot to to get to the conclusion. Yeah, this
1: movie's under two hours, and a lot of people didn't like that. But twit. Twitter was like, well, you can't have a serious movie under two hours, which is ridiculous, of course, but um, yeah, you definitely tell this. You could have done more.
0: They could have done more. I, I think they done more with less. I think they tried to do too much. Overall, Mario, what would you give Mortal Kombat? Uh, probably a 6.6. 6. I positive because
1: I it's still positive, but doesn't compare really to the 96 version.
0: No, I mean, that, um, you know, playing the video games and then, like I said, I had the VHS where it had this like prequel cartoon and then you'd watch the movie on the same VHS and that movie just kind of defined um, a lot of my movie watching as a kid. So uh, I watched it like all the time and you you can't beat what's his his name is Raiden.
1: Yeah, Christopher Lambert is rated as legendary. I would have to agree with you. My My feeling on the movie is kind of right around where you are. There are some definitely good parts. Kano is a crowd pleaser. Whatever comes out of Kano's mouth was hilarious. Um, I kind of wanted his... Do you think ret-
0: it was too much? Uh, I, <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I, I think okay. he was, I think he, he was. I mean, he definitely was ridiculous, but I mean, Kano is a pretty ridiculous character. And I think I Luke think if they would have, Liu Kang was I liked the Liu Kang character. The there's it was cheesy, but there are some parts where I thought it was over cheesy, and and I felt that the ninety six version leaned into its cheesiness just right.
0: I think I think the the original movie also kind of took itself more serious. So you took it more serious, where in this one they kind of like you said this kind of. Was a little over cheesy in the comedy aspects. You, you, you kind of were like, okay. And and I said the I was. I said to you guys afterwards. Um, I felt like it was too convenient. Like everything happened too conveniently. Like they're walking in the desert, and all of a sudden, Luke Hang walks in, and he's like, "Oh, hey, you going to Raiden Temple? Follow me."
1: And you were going the wrong way, so <laughs> yeah. And you had to walk all the way out there just to find them, and then walk back.
0: Yeah, well, he came from a, the direction they were walking in to walk back the other way. In this movie,
1: it's more to combat. It's not supposed to make sense. Earth Realm, okay?
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. Earth Realm, Outworld. You know, everyone's going to come back too. Like, no one's dead. I hope so. I hope Kano comes back. He'll be back. He'll get the, the metal eye and he'll probably get a chess piece that keeps him alive or something.
1: I will. I, they should have had like the Marvel card. Kano will return in Mortal Kombat. Actual. Oh, I know. Actual tournament.
0: You said that though. Doesn't <laughs> you said that though? As we were sitting there,
1: it's definitely fun for the first movie to see after a year of uh, uh, uh Mortal Kombat was fun. I mean, it's a popcorn movie. What more could you want? The the fights are fun. The gore is fun. And you know, the they give justice to Iceman uh, Iceman <laughs> Iceman. Sub zero. <laughs> they give justice to Iceman and Ponytail Man. I mean Scorpion. <laughs> Scorpion oh Scorpion is the best I think the best character in the show. And I think Cole Young would have been better to get the Scorpion powers
0: than I think they tried to give him too much by giving him a family. And I think they should have just made him a guy who's down on his luck and didn't have much. You know, he didn't know much about himself. He was an orphan and cause they mentioned him being no, an orphan.
1: No, this is my family and I fight for them. You were right.
0: Correct. Now in Mortal Kombat lore, Sub-Zero, the original Sub-Zero does become noob and Noob smoke. So I think that's what's going to happen. And uh, another Sub-Zero ancestor or lineage is going to um, become the new Sub-Zero. I hope so. I and don't I'll know. Be- if, they, if they do a tournament, I'll, I'll probably go see it. I mean, if there's going to be another one, I'll probably go see that one. Even though I wasn't too much, too high on this one. Uh, Melina and Sonya Blade in this movie, they were total babes. You know, so super babes, super babes, and Jax. Jax was hot too. Ja- and, you know, Jax, and
1: Jax was hot. Put
0: on some, yeah, they, you know, what the whole cast were hunks. let just to say hunks that
1: hunks and babes, and
0: hunks and, and babes,
1: and, and scholars. Exactly. Is babes derogatory? Uh, so we say pre ladies instead, or is that worse? Um. I mean hunks might even be derogatory.
0: Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean they can all be hunks. What if we said they were all hunks?
1: They're all dudes. No.
0: <laughs> what? No. There's they're no all good there's li- no gender on the word hunk. I mean right. They're all good. just a word. Okay. Uh, uh, I think so. Yeah. I think there is. Okay. The cast was attractive. There and- you go. Average people like you and I will never live up to the attractiveness of this cast. Yeah, I can, t- I can, I can take it. Yeah, that's good. Okay, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, we're trying. I to watched be P- it again though at home. Try to be PC. Trying to be PC.
0: Yeah, you, you're right. You're right. We we need to be better at that. Uh, I watched uh, it at home. Uh, fuck boss logic. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, fuck boss logic. Uh, I did watch it at home, and I thought it was actually better a better watch on television.
1: You liked it better the second time around.
0: I guess it was, I wouldn't say it was, it was better the second time around. It was, it's something about watching certain movies at home. It's it better than seeing them in theaters. Cause I, I, I there's like a change in atmosphere and uh, you know, it, it's, it's a different type of viewing experience. And I can, I can see that. And right after I watched it the second time, I watched that finale, the also beautiful finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Are we getting into it? We getting into it. We in
1: there, like Bucky at the cookout. We in there.
0: <laughs> Ronnie said that at the end, too. She goes, oh, he's they let him at the cookout. <laughs> I,
1: I, I don't know what you mean. That's Bucky's cookout. He's more black than Sam is. Damn, not true. I was kidding.
0: Yeah, we're trying to be PC, oh, PC here, Chris. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, there was a lot I liked in this episode. Like, I thought it was very comic booky, very superhero esque. Him saving the people in the helicopter. Him, uh, you,
1: want, you want to deal with the bad part first, and we can talk about how good the rest of the episode is. Go ahead. What, what, what you think Sh- was the bad part? Sharon. Becoming the power broker. You just, didn't like that.
0: I didn't like that at all. I called it. I called it from the beginning of the last episode. I just I knew it was happening. I just, there's
1: like, there's, it came out of nowhere, right? You have subtle hints. I'm talking like the subtlest of subtles. Sharon, offspring of the famous. Probably the most patriotic agent out there, Agent Carter, and you're telling me she's she she's selling U.S. secrets? Nah, get the hell out of here! Get out of here!
0: Look, she's not. She we're all different people. We all become molded by our experiences in life, and and uh, and we're not all the same as this is Sharon Carter. <laughs> Look, she's got to step out of the shadow and be her own person. And being the shadow broker really defines her and the government that turned their back on her. But just because she was... Look, the government was under siege from Hydra, bro, okay? They took over a secret service and were running the show. All I'm hearing is excuses. I I did think she was the that that reveal and the stuff after that was a little um, cheesy. Like the acting was a little, just the delivery of it was kind of cheesy in my opinion. I was like, uh... but I knew it was coming. It was kind of neat to me, but it was a little cheesy. Other than that, the episode was perfect. Yeah. Like, like I said, him saving people from the helicopter, him saving the people on the bridge, uh, what else what else happened? Um, he's a much more defensive fighter than Steve is. And he's actually
1: yeah. he's an okay fighter also. So I like how he's using his his um his wings more, his the shield more defensively. He's you know, he, he does the thing Steve does where he's saving people first, then he focuses his sights on the the adversary. You know, he's all about yeah, it's saving first, then the adversary.
0: And that's what uh, I'm talking about when it felt very like true superhero esque, very comic book, uh, Golden Age type of stuff. Like he's saving people; he's not hurting anybody. It's it's about the uh, you know making sure everyone's okay, and then getting back into the fight. And I tell, uh,
1: I tell you, a good double feature is watching that season finale of Falcon of Captain America and the Winter Soldier and then watching the first avenger and it's just it's so good back to back i forget you forget how good the first avenger really is
0: and and uh yeah the, the it's it was a lot better than i think it originally i th- i think we we held a lot of the marvel movies to the iron man standard and iron man was just a a great paced uh beautifully told Development, all that jazz, that we always want in films. It was a great told, a great told story. It was a wonderful told story, in origin from a comic book to the screen. And I think we expect kind of a lot of that in this to come. But I think the first Avenger was definitely its own th- movie, and it, it was. uh Um better than a, a lot of people originally thought. Would you agree? I would totally agree. Seeing um, it in the
1: theaters, you kind of let down that it's not as good as Iron Man, but they're two different characters. Um Steve really doesn't need a lot of character development cuz he's kind of, you know, it's it's weird to say this but he is kind of the perfect ideal superhero. Selfless, he, loving, yeah. you know, he he always Puts others first. He's always about the right.
0: He's, uh, he is very one dimensional. He he doesn't have a lot of, I think the Avenger movies themselves tried to give him more, uh, dimension, especially Endgame. Uh, you know, they tried Winter Soldier too. You know, he's, he's, he's like, I, I need to, you know, emotionally, I want to help my friend and, and stuff like that. But he's, he's still like a, uh, he's kind of a like, man out of time. Yeah, he, he's, it's like um, Christopher Reeve's Superman. You know, he, he's, there's a lot of depth there. At the same time, it's just, it's one dimensional depth. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? Maybe not one dimensional.
1: Maybe um, it's, he's not as polarizing as Iron Man. You, you yeah, expe- there we go. You ex- always expect Steve to do the right thing. So he's not unpredictable. So he's predictable. And that's, and that's how um, Zemo was able to beat them in Civil War because Steve was predictable. He knew what Steve would do with um, with Bucky and the whole Iron Man situation. So we expect Steve to always do the right thing no matter what. And that's why his character yeah. is so great because he will never sacrifice the bad for the good. It's always, wait, no. Steve morally he'll all, he'll because always, of he'll always do the right thing. He'll always do the right thing.
0: Yeah. And and Steve, you know, he he saw everyone as an equal. He didn't um you know, with uh especially with Sam, you know, he didn't he didn't see color. He was he was what America the ideal of what America really should be. You know, he's for the little man, he's for everybody. He doesn't um he, he grew up that way, you know, the character. And the symbolism of him is he he is what America is perceived to be. And then John Walker comes in and John Walker's like, nah, I am what America actually is. This motherfucker white
1: privilege douchebag. I, I mean,
0: am, in a way, I am, yes. Uh, I am he
1: tired of that motherfucker. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm happy that he. not happy, but I enjoy the fact that they make they're making him U.S. agent, and there's a lot of storylines they can do with him. Um, Zemo is still around, so they could still be doing Thunderbolts, and I could see the U.S. agent um, running Thunderbolts. You know, Thunderbolts is a is like a Suicide Squad for you know they're villains but they're kind of anti-heroes so i can see that ha- popping up in the uh, marvel's future but
0: he's gonna be you know what they're gonna do they're gonna adapt uh hail hydra cap into an actual thing and it's gonna be john walker u.s agent i feel like uh, i i don't know if hydra's ever making a comeback
1: i think they're done with that storyline
0: well isn't what's her name uh that character Kinda is like Black Widow, but for Hydra, right? She's kind of back and forth. Which one? Because she has a relationship with Nick Fury.
1: Oh, you talk about uh, Valentina or whatever her name is. I don't know if she's Hydra. I don't think she is. I don't know.
0: I'm certain though. I guess she's going to be.
1: Her name escapes me right now, and why she's important, but.
0: She, Is she basically the uh like marvel's um the leader was who's the leader of the, the suicide squad harley quinn duh. no, <laughs> no uh the harley what's her quinn. name no shut up what's uh harley quinn no no uh what's her name she she's the one that keeps the suicide squad in check she created the group you say Harley Quinn, I swear.
1: <laughs> Harley Quinn. No, uh, shoot. John would know instantly. Um, shit. Her name. Her name. I know her name.
0: Uh, John's hit list now, too. You know that, right? Look. Don't expect me. Amanda Waller. You know Is she the Amanda Waller of the Thunderbolts?
1: Thunderbolts, baby. Uh well you know she is known as Madam Hydra so yeah you could be right that's what I thought
0: I thought she was like a Hydra agent I'm
1: tired of Hydra
0: hell Hydra shut up I did like at the end how um he John Walker wasn't technically redeemed but I I liked how Sam and Bucky kind of Partnered with him, and you know it was is kind of a cool moment I think for that for the show and showed. I'm trying to think of the word how how he how he
1: it's um it's white privilege that's the word you're thinking of.
0: Yeah, for John Walker, yeah, but I'm talking about Sam uh, putting you know things aside to to work with him and to uh, you know forgive and forget type of thing.
1: I don't think it's like a forgive and forget. I think it's a heroes of necessity at the moment, and any help right now is needed.
0: Yeah, you're you're right. I, I um, it's pretty much what I was I was thinking. But he still kind of put everything else aside to um work with him. You know, I I think that shows Sam as a character.
1: He is definitely a flawed character, and he's so who. The John Walker. He is so oh, okay. he's such a great actor. He kind of reminds me of he nails the role just as well as Joff as uh what's his name? Nails Joffrey in the uh, Game of Thrones. How he's he's not really a likable character. Like I know there's people out there that love John Walker and they like him for the wrong reasons, and that's you know, that's something they gotta deal with. I'm not gonna get into that. But because there's no some,
0: no what are you talking about?
1: What you talking about, Mario? I'm not gonna bring it up. <laughs>
0: did, what, did I mean, they like de- de- him?
1: There's definitely some problematic things about him. You know how? Oh yeah yeah. yeah 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 yeah. I mean the show's full blown about racism and racial tensions and how America there's views a lot of symbolism. Yeah, how America views uh, race and black people and how. Uh, everything Isaiah Bradley was pretty much correct and you'd have to be crazy to for a black man to wear the stars and stripes. But Sam knows that it means more than that. And he he's he hopes that he can bring that hope.
0: Yeah, that hope. Yeah, that, that hope. And hopefully and Isaiah Bradley getting that monument in amazing. the museum next to Captain America. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.
1: Phenomenal Cried. Phenomenal. Tears.
0: Tears. Yeah. Legit.
1: Honestly, this has been the one of the best six mini, six episode miniseries that I've seen.
0: I wish it was so much. I wish it was more. I mean
1: he's getting his own movie, Mario.
0: I know, but
1: not phenomenal. And I hope first round draft pick. First round draft pick. I hope they don't take away his mantle for some like one little mistake. Because that I would be enraged.
0: Well, no, because the government has no control over. Him as Captain America. He he pretty much donned the suit and took the shield for himself. He didn't. The government didn't say, what? "Hey, you're our new Captain when? America," like they did with John Walker. You know, they when? picked John Walker.
1: When have you ever known the government to stop?
0: Okay, well, fuck them. Okay, fuck That's, the government. Yeah,
1: fuck the government. Fuck them. Not I, you know what, Boss Logic. We love you now. Fuck the
0: government. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to call it there. We're we're on um, the hit list. We'll talk we'll talk more about some some other juicy things next week and uh we'll we'll talk more about all the nerd stuff we love and maybe we'll get into some video game talk or uh we'll see what's coming out this week and and you know, we'll we'll uh we'll come back and see if John watched uh Falcon and Winter Soldier and we'll get John's con- uh thoughts and opinions on that. And we'll get John's thoughts and opinions, because you know John loved that Kung Lao. He loved the Kung Lao. I assume. Feedback on social media and podcast at gmail.com. We didn't get too in-depth listening in with us, mixed things on it. Like Some people really liked it. Some people thought it was pretty lame. Uh, I I thought it was a better ending than the WandaVision Mm -hmm. ending, personally. Um, I am a big Captain America fan, though, so I am a little biased. And Falcon Cap was my number one draft pick in our first ever superhero draft. So it was. I think. Uh, I, think, but, I, think
1: it's, I think we're just glad that there's finally good representation in Marvel. You know, we're getting it's more. It's start. It's a start. Yeah. We're, we're opening up the conversation, the contact. You know, it's there now. We have probably one of the most famous characters of Mar- Marvel, and he's now black and that's just i it's just phenomenal.
0: And honestly for a Disney property to uh you know go in depth with those symbols and and the metaphors that that show gave uh i think is uh something too and and uh, cuz Disney in my opinion always seems like they play it too safe like um it's like later they'll be like oh yeah this character was LGB- lgbtq or this character was this or that, you know, and it's like, okay, well, who the hell was that? And when did that happen? That was in the background. We didn't actually see it happen. There was no visual representation. You're just giving us, uh, the lore of, of this, uh, after the fact. And, um, the same with like star Wars, like you kind of see the two females kiss at the end of rise of Skywalker in the background. It's important. But there's no, it's, it is important, but it's not, it's not, that visual representation or that storytelling that those communities would need or like to see, you know and it, it shows that society is is um, needs to be more open-minded I think J.J.
1: Abrams really cared about Star Wars, he would have had Oscar and Poe be boyfriend and boyfriend if he really cared and I
0: don't think he really cares. so I too wanted to ship uh, Poe and Finn. Though I think they should have kept the Rosenfin thing going, in my honest opinion. But uh, we're going to call it a day here on the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can look us up on the internets. Uh, just Google us, you know, or type in, in the URL cinema7podcast.com. That is cinema, just the number seven podcast. Com. And right there you can find our email, you can find our social medias, uh, you can find out where to listen to episodes. Uh, exclusively there's our episodes from SoundCloud are on there. Um, all kinds of goodies. You can find out about us. You can find out about the people we used to have on the sh- show, along with some backstory about who we are. Uh, our Hall of Fame, which is uh, formal podcast members, uh, which we only have one, and he started the podcast out with us. Uh, Josh Haddock's RIP Even though you're still alive You're RIP to the podcast Uh, So look us up Email us at Cinema7podcast At gmail.com That will also be on our website Um, Give us some feedback Give us anything Uh, If you listen to us on your uh, Apple device Use the Apple Podcasts Or iTunes to uh, review And to rate us on there Five stars uh, you know, is the good stuff. Just, just make it, uh, just make it worthwhile, please, please, and thank you. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, I don't think Google Play is around anymore, so you can't look us up on there. But uh, if you prefer Spotify for all of your music and other podcast needs, you can look us up on Spotify. So definitely check us out there. With that, I'm going to hand it over to my man Chris Hawk. Chris
1: Hawk, take it away with the send off. From us at Cinema 7, we want to thank you always for listening with us, for watching with us, and for exploring with us. Smoking Joe Frazer, the Hellraiser, raising hell with the flavor, the jam like troops in Pakistan, swinging through your town like your neighborhood Spider-Man. So all, uh, tick-tock and keep ticking, while well, I get you flipping off the shit that I'm kicking. The Lone Ranger, co wet danger, deep in the dark with the art, to rip the charts apart, the vandal, too hot to handle your battle, is saying goodbye, Alex. Like neck, Inspector decks on the set. the, the rebel. rebel, I make more noise than heavy metal, the way I make the crowd go wild, wow. sit back, relax, won't smile, Ray got it, Rugged and built like Schwarzenegger, and I'ma get mad deep like a threat. Blow up your project, then take all your assets. Cause I came to shake the frame in half with the thoughts that bomb shit like math. So if you wanna try to flip, yo', flip on the next man. Cause I grabbed the clip and picture with 16 shots and more I got. Going to war
0: with the in my heart mr the method, man, for short, Mr. Map. Moving on your left. <laughs>